This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon, this is Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture and I'm Juliet Jacobs. We may never know exactly when or where an earthquake will happen, but Navakanesh Bhatmanadhan is working to help people to help educate people and better prepare them should it happen. A National Geographic young explorer in 2017, he has worked to map faults and the areas around faults to gain a clearer picture of potential earthquake hazards. But now he's working also on training programs, uh, especially the Geological Disasters Knowledge and Awareness Training of Trainers program or TOT program to educate and encourage Malaysian youth and young professionals to understand risks of geological disasters in Malaysia and its surrounding areas. So Nava who's also a research assistant with the Southeast Asia Disaster Prevention Research Initiative, or SETPRI UKM, joins me now to share more about his work. Welcome, Nava. How are you today? Yeah, I'm great. How are you today? I'm very well. Thank you so much for joining me today. So, Nava, I was reading that, you know, you've been uh, fascinated with rocks ever since you were a child. I mean, is that how we got into a career in geology? Yes, exactly. Because uh, since I was young, I was really into rocks, I would say, because I used to enjoy hiking and all sort of stuff. So, yeah, that's how I pick up on geology. And yeah, after my uh, SPM, so I just uh, went for uh, to Kirtin to, mm-hmm. to, to study on geology. Okay, yep. all right. And and that's, you know, as I mentioned in the, the intro earlier, you know, you were a, a National Geographic young explorer, and this is back in 2017, and you focused, uh, and, I, and I'm, this is what I, I got from, you know, reading the articles, uh, on mapping the areas surrounding a major earthquake fault in Borneo. Uh, maybe you can tell me a little bit about that, you know, what exactly you focused on. Maybe, I don't know, for folks who don't know, could you even explain what a fault is? Yeah, Faults are pretty much like a crack at the surface, we can say. So pretty much these cracks have to happen occasionally because the pressure buildup have to be released somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it being released at the surface. So that's pretty much uh, it's a fault is. So when a fault ruptures, it, you know, uh, when, when an earthquake happens, it ruptures a fault. So pretty much that's what happened. So why I focused more on Sabah was because uh, before 2015, I mean, we were there was not many uh, earthquake incidences here. So after the 2015 earthquake, about a lot of school children were killed. So it was really, it was really a heartbreaking moment. So, so what I decided was for my uh, to, to, when I was furthering my studies, when I was doing my masters. So I decided to focus on earthquakes in Sabah. So that's when I got to know about this uh, National Geographic. So I, I applied for a grant. Then, yeah, so they gave me a grant to investigate on what are causing earthquakes here in Sabah. So, so that was pretty much my journey. And um, yeah, uh, yes, about the Sabah earthquake, I would say that that it's really an eye opener, especially mm. for geologists. I mean, we were really surprised. In fact, the, the whole scientific uh, community was surprised when we when we heard that you know there's, there's a huge earthquake there. So that's when, like, uh, I, I guess a lot of them started to investigate more, and so did I. So through my investigation, I, I did found that you know these areas are in fact uh, are prone to earthquakes because if we look at the past historical records, there has been earthquakes there happened before, about twenty years back. And if we look at the one of the the largest recorded earthquake was about magnitude six point three. That mm. was the largest, yeah, that was recorded in Sabah. So, yeah, pretty much uh, that's it. Uh, 
can I say? Yeah, about me, uh, about my investigations. Yeah, can you tell me what you? I mean, what, what what exactly did you? I guess uncover, or what were you trying to? What were you trying to do through your research there? Yeah, through my uh, first, we used satellite data. So we now, since we uh, we have all these technologies, right? So we we used satellite data to in, to map all these fault systems yeah. around Sabah. Not just Sabah, we in fact extend all the way to Borneo. So that's where we we saw that uh, there are huge fault systems which actually uh, runs from the south of Borneo to all the way to the north. So through our investigation, we believe that uh, these uh, earthquakes are in fact part of these huge fault systems. So that is what uh, we have found from our investigation. And, and on top of that, I've used like uh, a ground tool, which is known as ground penetrating radar. So that uh, equipment helped me to look at this fault system at, at the subsurface level. So, so yeah, that was a, a, an interesting find. So uh, besides uh, my work, we in fact did some kind of uh, community engagement as well. So we engaged with all the affected communities and even there was children's there, so I managed to engage with them. So we were sort of like giving a, a bit of awareness so yeah, that's pretty much about my work. Okay, and that's excellent. And I'm just curious, you know, I mean, all that that research and all that that info that you gathered and all that knowledge that you gathered, right? What exactly are you hopeful that uh, it can be used for? You know, in terms of because you know we don't really think of earthquakes here in Malaysia, right? So, uh, I and I, you know, you can uh, take from there that hypothesize from that that we don't have any sort of um, disaster risk management, right? Management sort of plans should it happen. Uh, so how do you how does this knowledge actually help? in those sorts of areas so yeah definitely the the information that i found is definitely going to help the scientific communities it it, it is in fact helping a lot a lot of them so uh not just uh when we say about uh, disaster risk right so uh malaysia we are in fact um, experiencing more disaster now than ever mm. so it, it is important that you know we we scientists give back this information to the people. And some of our plans that we have now for, in fact, uh, in our next journey, we are going to run out again okay. to, to educate on children. So uh, part of the plan is to provide an earthquake evacuation plan for the people in uh, Ranao. So that is uh, a sort of contribution that yeah, we are working on. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, excellent. And um, I understand that you're a PhD student now, right? Yeah. And um, you've continued to study earthquakes uh, to explore potential connections between tectonics, but uh, and sea level rise. Am I correct? Yeah, sea level rise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And not just here, in e and not just in East Malaysia, but also in Peninsular Malaysia. Yes, uh, in Peninsular Malaysia as well. I'm using uh, Klang areas and Kuala Selangor as my my case study, mm -hmm. and as well as Kota Kinabalu, because mm -hmm. I'm trying to establish how earthquake induced subsidences can cause sea level uh, rise. So okay. that is, yeah, so that's I'm um, coming from a different perspective, from a, from a geological point of view, not from the climatic side, but more towards the geological side. Interesting. Okay, okay. Yeah. Anything you can share with us about, you know, what your research has been pointing to? Yeah, from, from my research, I believe that uh, there is definitely, uh, from for the Kota Kinabalu for that, definitely an uh, earthquake-induced subsidence has occurred. And yeah, I mean, I'm still actually uh, on the, we are, we are uh, going to publish it very soon. Okay. So yeah, I did found an evidence on that. 
So it, this kind of information is really important because um, uh, previously we know that when we talk about sea level rise, um, it's always about climate and all. Yeah, so we have to understand that now we have uh, from a new perspective that it is from earthquake-induced subsidences. And, and Kota Kinabalu happens to be in a very close proximity to this runoff areas. So sure. it was, in fact, impacted when, there were, when the 2015 runoff earthquake happened. So the, the, the subsidences, yeah, can uh, tell us a lot of stories. So especially for coastal communities, you know, because if if the subsidences uh, continues over time, so the sea level might rise. And in fact, it can uh, cause some kind of chances of uh, coastal flooding, coastal erosions. Yeah, that'll be really, um, yeah, surely these areas will be impacted, you know. Mm -hmm. And same goes to uh, uh, Kuala Selangor areas. What I found was uh, the subsidences are in fact related to the peatlands. So the it, it seems a bit severe, but uh, but I guess uh, mitigation measures uh, can be taken. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, to yeah to overcome all these sea level issues. Uh, I personally went to Kuala Selangor, and I'm and uh, I'm actually amazed by what uh, the JPS Kuala Selangor did. You know, they have constructed all these retaining walls, and they have this buns. So I guess yeah, there's something for a start. Yeah. Okay, so would you say that, you know, we're on the right track in terms of, I mean, you know, we just announced all these flood mitigation uh, programs and, you know, billions of dollars that we're, that's needed. I mean, do you think we're uh, at least on the right track in terms of, you know, preparing for the climate uh, crisis? Yes, yes, definitely. We need as much as possible because this uh, climate change issue is uh, really, it's going to uh, it's gonna put us in a very bad situation, I guess, because when we say uh, disasters, right, we have... The disasters are are really unique now mm. because in terms of floods itself, we have many types of floods. So we need different mitigation measures to address this each types of floods. So yeah. yeah, I guess it is the right time for us to work on all these measures. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, let's just go for a quick break now. But when we come back, uh, let's talk a little bit more about the work that you do through uh, SETPRI UKM. I'm speaking today to Navakanesh Bathmanathan. He's a research assistant at the Southeast Asia Disaster Prevention Research Initiative, or SETPRI UKM. Uh, we'll have more after this quick break. You're listening to Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Welcome back. This is Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. Joining me on the line today is Navakanesh Bathmanathan. He's a research assistant at the Southeast Asia Disaster Prevention Research Initiative, or SETPRI UKM. Uh, you know, as the title uh, as the title alludes to, they are working on disaster pre uh, prevention, uh, but a lot of outreach programs, isn't it, Nava? So, um, you know, before the break, you were talking to me a little bit about your research and your interests and all of that. Um, but now talk to me about your work as a research assistant at SETPRI UKM. What is it that, that you're doing there exactly? Yeah, uh, as of now, I'm actually working uh, with a project under, funded by UNICEF. So it's about, uh, we actually, in fact, making school awareness programs. And also we have been conducting uh, uh, awareness programs through, uh, uh, through virtual platforms. So we have been, uh, recently we have uh, conducted this training of trainers mm. for, uh, for geological disaster awareness and knowledge. That's to target youth and young professionals. And so at, at, the, at the school level now, we're gonna engage with the, uh, I mean, primary schools. So we're gonna engage with all the school children. So we're gonna focus more on climatic and geological disaster. So it's 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 gonna be a mix of both because 
we are in fact experiencing both of these hazards. Mm -hmm. So it's it's good that uh, we target both these hazards. Yeah. Yeah. And for those unfamiliar, what would be defined as geological disasters? So earthquakes, clearly, right? Yeah. Like for example, earthquakes are geological disasters, and and we see a flood. Flood can come under uh, climate, and landslides can come under the geological disaster. So yeah, these are the differences. Okay, all right. So, um, you had a program earlier this year, isn't it? Under this, uh, under this awareness training of uh, trainers. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. What happened? You know, who actually participated? Yeah, for the uh, the TOT. Mm. So we, in fact, we our target was the youth and young professionals, because uh, they are the front runners of these countries, right? So our our aim was to educate them, to give them a bit of awareness of our geological disaster, because. As far as I know, people have been talking about climates, you know, climate disasters, but, you know, they fail to realize that we do have an issue with earthquakes and landslides. And sometimes these disasters can be devastating mm -hmm. and evidently from what we saw in Sabah. So, yeah. yeah, my aim was to give an awareness about earthquakes, you know, to let people know that we do have an issue of earthquake here. And... From my investigation, it's going to get worse from here. So I guess it's better that we prepare now than ever. I mean, it's really important. Mm -hmm. So okay. yeah, that was pretty much why we conducted the DOT. And, 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 and it was really interesting because uh, a lot of them were really, uh, I guess they were surprised, you know, because some of them were not aware, you know, we have this kind of issue of an earthquake. But yes, through this kind of uh, awareness programs, we can educate people. And yeah, that's what we've been doing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I'm guessing, you know, part of this is also to sort of educate uh, folks on the sort of main climate issues that Malaysia is uh, facing. Uh, is that also part of, you know, the, these training courses? Yes. I mean, uh, in our institutes, we've been, actually we conduct all this climate related uh, awareness programs regularly. We do have like a lot of webinars on all this sort of things here. So we've been primarily focusing on climate. So now um, we want to focus uh, on both So mm -hmm. because it is important, right? Mm -hmm. So now you can't just be focusing just on climate. Only. Yeah. Okay. All right. So so how, uh, what was the reception like, you know, to, to that first, uh, I, I don't know if that's a pilot program, but, you know, what was the sort of reception from those who attended? Uh, I guess they felt great. Uh the best was when we uh, when we conducted this uh, awareness program at the IPG Kuala Lipis. So mm -hmm. that was really interesting because the teachers were really, uh, yeah, they were really interested in these hazards because uh, this sort of things are not being done regularly. So when we do this kind of, when we engage with the teachers, I guess that uh, gave them a, a new understanding on how disasters are. Because uh, sometimes it's really difficult for us to to get to the right platform. So what we did was to engage with them and gave them the right platform to look for the information on disasters. Because, uh, for example, uh, we have this My Public Info Bungee. So not many people knows about this platform. So we actually uh, shared with them, okay, these are the uh, platforms that you can look for information on, on rainfall, floods, and all sort of data. And same goes to Earthquake. We have My Gumpa. So it's developed by the Malaysian Meteorological Department. So we just disseminate this piece of information and at the same time, uh, tell, uh, explain to them a bit about all this, why this 
how this process is happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, uh, what do they do uh, from you know following the the training? Is that then you know uh, you know taken to their students? You know how is it? What is the continuity? Yes. Uh, of the so plan, yeah? uh, we actually gave them. So the way that we engaged was with we developed this fun activities. Mm-hmm. So we have this kind of disaster board games and uh, clay modeling to, to illustrate how earthquakes happen so all these sort of things so uh, we hope that you know these teachers uh, gain some knowledge on how to engage with children using this kind of cool things so yeah so i guess that they, they really appreciate like the, the the things that we have done for them so uh, it's, it's i hope that you know they will pass down this thing to the children so yeah it's, yeah children are the most uh, yeah, they are the most important. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, my, my next question was going to be, you know, what do you think the benefits of these sorts of hazard education programs uh, for youth, especially, uh, you know, how what are the benefits of it? And how do you think you'll help to increase uh, community resilience? Yeah, definitely. Because, uh, for example, if uh, many, uh, if we look at children, right, they are the most vulnerable when mm-hmm. it come, comes to disaster. Mm-hmm. If we educate children from an early stage, they can help to bring a, a, a resilient community, you know. In fact, they can educate their parents because, yeah, they can tell to their parents, you know, hey, we have learned this at school. So, yeah, they can pass down even to the older generation. So, so it's better for us to start from an early stage so that, you know, we can create a, a, a disaster resilient community. And this this might take time. It's, it's not an a, a easy task because yeah. we're talking about a whole nation here. Yeah. So, yeah, and many of them are not aware. So it's it's good that we start from an early stage and we develop progressively and we focus on the youth. And then, yes, so that's how I guess we can be a, a resilient nation Yeah. Mm-hmm, in a mm-hmm. couple of years. Yeah, because yeah, also, you know, the youth are going to be the ones, you know, facing the full brunt of the climate crisis and, you know, whatever yeah. disasters that result from it, isn't it? Because, yeah, that's that's just how it's going to be. Um, and, you know, in terms of this uh, training program for educators, you know, for example, school teachers and all of that, uh, what are some programs in the pipeline? You know, if anyone's interested, how can they participate or, or yeah, or join these sorts of training uh, programs? Yeah, uh, because uh, we are in fact looking for volunteers for our upcoming event at uh, SK Jandabai, mm-hmm. so it's in Pahang. So if uh, then the wall- they can easily reach us through our uh, email, sitpri uh, uh, at ukm dot edu dot my I guess, and uh, or they can just directly uh, uh, get the information from our website, sitpri website. Okay. So, yeah, uh, we regularly update of our work in the ANGS website, Asian Network on Science and Technology. So, yeah, they can just visit the website and look for upcoming events. So, the many events, uh, gonna, we'll be conducting a lot of events in the, in the near future. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, that's excellent. And, you know, who would you say uh, could participate? You know, if someone's listening, you know, uh, they're not sure if they can do it. Who, who would you say is a, a suitable candidate, I suppose, to join this? Uh, anybody is welcome because uh, if you don't have a background on disasters, we can help to train and yeah, then we'll bring them to school for, yeah, they can help us out. Yeah, so it's not an issue as long as 
you have the interest to to educate you know to educate children yeah that, that's sufficient <laughs> okay all right excellent and um you know floods are a huge issue now of course right so is that also part of you know what your guys are training as well you know flood mitigation flood uh, adaptation as well is that part of it as well uh we are not really focusing on adaptations okay. but more towards like the preparedness okay. at, at the moment because uh mitigation and adaptation will cost a lot of money and we are like just at a research institute <laughs> okay so, okay yeah <laughs> asking There's a bit more... much aren't i sorry <laughs> okay all right but yeah preparedness right i mean that's that's equally important isn't it uh you yeah, know we, we saw what happened in december and what's been happening throughout this year and exactly. there still seems to be a lack of preparedness right uh so yeah, yeah okay very inform- informative then well thank you so much nava uh, for joining me today any last message you'd like to leave us with well uh just like to say that disasters don't kill us but lack of preparedness does so i hope that you know we can help each other and educate ourselves on this disasters yeah thank you so much uh, for yeah. joining me today i've been speaking yeah, to navakanesh bathmanadan a research assistant at the southeast asia disaster prevention research initiative or said pre ukm uh, as nava mentioned you know if you'd like to find out more just head to their website it's ukm.my/sedpri that's s e a d p r i uh, and find out how you can get involved if you miss any part of our conversation today you can always download the podcast at bfm.my/earth or you can find it on the bfm app this has been earth matters on the bigger picture BFM 89.9 You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9 The Business Station For more stories of the same kind download the BFM app